I recorded this episode on the 8th of July after Victor left, after I came back from Vipassana and some interesting things happened in some of my relationships and synchronicities happened that I didn't expect. And we grow, you know, the things we grow from, they come back in different ways. But um, I avoided uploading this, I wanted to say, uh, because it was a tough time for Dina at the time. And I thought it wouldn't be smart if, if by any chance she heard this, you know. I listened to it again today, all of it. I have my thoughts about what I said. But whatever I said, um, to a large degree, it, it is my truth at that moment. So it's worth uploading. And with that, enjoy. Yeah, I had to take the tram and now I'm almost home. Taking a nice walk. And... Yeah, so a lot of weird shit happened since I came back from Bilpasana. Besides the sensitivity, besides getting used to daily life again and seeing how meditation fits. The first days I came back, I was uh, sleeping really... Like at, at by 10, maybe 10.30, I'm asleep and I'm awake by 5. And I'm up and meditating. And instead of thinking, wow, this person really looks like Daniel Washington. Holy Lord. It's like an older, unsuccessful version of uh, Denzel. Like, who knows if Denzel is actually successful, you know, but this, uh, anyhow, being judgmental. Um, so yeah, the sensitivity and then coming back and then trying to be okay with real life. You know, because uh, sitting down and meditating 10 hours a day, I don't know if that's, it's real, you know, you experience it, it's happening. And it's showing a true aspect of humanity and in yourself and everything. But I'm the kind of person, I see a pattern in myself at least, is like I work really hard for spirits. And then I do need a break, I do need I do need time off, you know. So when I came back, I felt things rise up in me that I, in a way, wanted to see gone. This thing gone, that thing gone. Why is it still there? Without questioning it so much, just sat down and continued the practice uh, an hour in the morning, an hour at night, or maybe 15 minutes in the morning and then an hour and 30 minutes at night, maybe an hour in the morning and then 30 minutes at night it was it was sometimes more sometimes less but generally i was hitting i was hitting good times you know and it came a point where i realized hey but i'm not reading i don't have time to read i'm spending uh, two hours a day sitting down looking at my breathing or looking at my sensations you know uh how I'm eating is a lot more wholesome and doesn't take time. And you know, it's thanks to the person, it just gives you the chance to be really clean for a while. And there's something about wanting to be clean in me. It's like, oh, I want to be cleaner. I want to be around people who are just even cleaner. Um, anyways, I had to see like, wow, I'm feeling so sensitive, work affects me like this, this affects me like this, wow, 
uh, one of my childhood friends called Dina was in town so I was like really looking forward to seeing her and I was like I don't know what, what's in me was basing myself off of the fact that I'm, I have I have this friend or that friend like oh whatever is happening in my life at least I have this person or that person who likes me or thinks he's way about me or whatever and I knew we weren't going to be together in any sense I a long time ago didn't want to, to be intimate with her we are very different people we're we stem from different things and and I told her like three or four years ago like I don't think we can ever be together uh, we're, we're not the same kind of thing you know <laughs> I am very level-headed, you know, I'm very emotionally, even if inside of me I feel emotionally up and down very often, at least I, at least like I'm calm about things, you know, I don't let things take me away, I don't let things drag me far, you know, I'm the fucking thing that drags, or I'm the thing that, <laughs> anyways, so with her it's like, no, something's happening, there's a wave, there's water, there's air, phew, gone, you know, taken away. So what happened, what happened while I was uh, seeing her one, one day, out of nowhere, she got very closed off, completely closed off. And I could just feel it vibrating off of her, you know, and I was just feeling like, whoa, how do I, what did I do? How do I have her relax again? You know what, actually, it's her energy, she wants to be closed off, you know, it's her thing. If she wants to get closed off all of a sudden and feel negative and stuff like that, it doesn't have to do anything with me, I'm just going to keep my positivity. If she wants to have it, she can have it, I'm not going to take any of it, you know, it's fine. Continued the evening and stuff, and all I could see from her was more closed off, more judgment, more uh, selfishness. Selfishness. There was like, oh, this is how... I want things, this is how things should be, oh, this is how people are, oh. So I was just like, what the fuck, you know? It's like, I didn't know this person could ever be like this. I didn't know this person could in a fucking split second change completely. Uh, and who knows if they change completely or if this is who they are and how they let themselves be like that and how... I know that she internally tries a lot to be conscious and to, to get to... I don't know what the fuck she's trying to get to. But uh, afterwards, she spoke to me and told me, like, asked me whether I liked her and what, what, I, what was I trying to do and why didn't I try to do something. And, and it was a very weird conversation, like, very judgmental at me, like, oh, now I know that it's not me and that it's you. Even though all I've ever, ever told her about myself was the truth, you know. She was one of the few people that I was always, like, very honest about how I'm like in a lot of situations. So... Seeing that in a way shows me, like, even if you think you showed yourself truly to someone or shared what, what you, how you see things, they'll always, or most of the time, they'll see things how they want to see them, with their version of movie or whatever. So this is, again, the lesson I get from Vipassana. It's like, how can you really change anyone, really, you know? If you ever tell them anything, they'll just hear what the fuck they want, you know, 90... 9.9% of the time change can only come from the process and its movement and, and its natural state so she got she got like uh, mean emotional uh, 
and unrealistic in a way like and and she came to berlin with a guy she's dating she's like oh but why i was waiting for you to act but act what the guy that you you came here with and flew from dubai with he's uh, two meters away sitting from us we were in the park you want me what the fuck do you want me to do i haven't seen you in uh in, in two years in person or three years in person and you want you want me to to just like see you and then globber your face immediately i don't know what the fuck she wanted i don't i just genuinely don't know the kind of expectations that you know anyhow like you come to a city with someone else and then you tell me and blame me for not giving you a kind but like just to continue the story she uh i i messaged her explained like hey you know i care about you you're leaving in a few days let's see each other again you know just to have have some time together before before you leave and she invited me out when she invited me out it was me her and and the guy that she she's with uh having dinner and i was like but fuck you know i thought you're going to bring your other friends with you at least you know to tarri al mawdu you know to to not having me third wheeling completely you know uh so i was saying things i didn't feel like saying and hearing the, like topics and like it just becomes like when you want to spend so much time with people so often just to have dinners it ends up being a state where you're just saying things everyone not just i don't think it's just me it's just like let's just talk about whatever it can be talked about for the sake of talking about stuff you know while we enjoy this meal and uh where does that take anyone you know So that's how it feels like it's like a defense or a safety mechanism. Oh, we don't know what to do. Let's get people and go have dinner someplace nice. Uh which was something like in a way I was lacking. It's not like I go have dinner with people every day, but when you go and have dinner with the same people three times, three times uh in one week, you huh, maybe pick up on a pattern. So we had the dinner it was fine, you know. She was all right, but it's just like personalities don't match we went to her place and the guy the guy's place we had a tea and then uh she jumps and she doesn't jump the guy goes takes a shower or something he doesn't take a shower he goes into the room and i we're talking and i'm smiling and i'm trying to be as positive as i can and i look at her and i'm like you know dina actually i wasn't aware that i wasn't i didn't know that you were this sensitive you know boom starts crying just looks at me like she's three and i took away her candy like what the fuck just happened yo are you joking i think like i don't know i i actually said that like are you sorry is are you really crying right now so i i go up my instinct is to hug her and be like are you okay but then the other instinct came up and it's like at least ask you know so i'm like hey about to take it's fine like can i hug you he's like ma tobutni don't hug me I'm like okay i sit down i look at the ground and smile you know just to try and be positive internally and then she gets up and she's like do you want tea goes up makes tea comes back I'm like what the fuck is going on uh i say bye i leave she calls me the next day i don't see that she calls me and i was busy and then they after the day after they go to to Amsterdam 
and they're supposed to go for nine days. So I, I'm thinking, you know, about this. I'm like, all the kinds of things and interactions I've had with people. Wow, you know, what's happened the last week with this person, you know? Uh, they have no base in themselves. And in a way, she based herself off of, off of me a lot, which I don't understand so much. Why would you... And it's like, I was, I was projecting a lot of things on her too, you know? I was projecting on her my idea of my loneliness, my idea of being so far away from family, my idea of feeling like I need someone to give me love so that I can be okay with myself, my idea of needing, needing, needing uh, protection, needing care, needing... And I was telling her all this stuff all the time, like, this is, this is how I feel, this is my reality, this is uh, when I was in that place, I didn't have money, I didn't have, I didn't have a, a, a rich family to buy me this or to give, buy me a ticket to go there or, or to get me this. And I projected on her so much through the, through the last three or four years of these, these kinds of feelings of inadequacy and loneliness. And I think in her came up this thing, it's like, oh... I can be the person who can uh, help you with that, but also not just that, also I feel these things in myself too, even though I have a family, I have these things, it's not enough and it's not giving me what I need and I'm not being what I need and I'm not being what I want to be and and like I know I'm not normal, you know, I know that I, I work really hard to be more resilient, more level, more true, more, more clear with things and direction. And uh, I don't know if she wanted to be like that or if she wanted me because uh, whatever love she thought that she could give me, it's uh, when we were having those phone calls, uh, when she really closed off and then we had the phone call the day after, it just completely felt like this person doesn't love me. This person is lost in a movie and they really just love themselves because the second I said anything, there was just attacking and there was just uh, putting it on me, you know, instead of being open, you know, which I was, you know, it's just like, be, be open to what the fuck is the space, you know, and then the space is what it is. But there was just closed off and blaming and judgment and expectation and, 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 and this like kind of culture of, of being uh, and having to be emotionally dependent that it's just I'm so not in tune with, you know? Something I'm very far away from uh, with how I focus on, on everything in my life. So three, four days later, I sent her a message. And this is like after a lot of reflection, I'm like, I don't think I can be with this. I can't be with this person, yeah, clear. But I can't even have the same kind of relationship again. I can't call them and tell them about what's going on in my life and hear them out and stuff like that. I can't be friends with this person. If they, for the last four years, have been thinking about me like this and hiding feelings and going around and and she tells me like how she thinks I'm playing games. I'm like, what the fuck kind of game did I, did I play with you? All I've ever told you was the truth. I never tried to play anything with you. I'm just suffering with my shit. I told you the things that I suffer with. I told you the things that I'm trying to get past. And you know, if, if these things, these shit things come up every now and then, I'm sorry. 
but you know this is what the fuck is going on and so i sent her a message i'm like hey uh it's fair to say that you know you've been thinking about me as much as i've been thinking about you the last days i like you dina but honestly i don't think we can be friends uh the way that you shut down and, and cut me off all of a sudden out of nowhere uh really felt you know i don't know what i said and you came to the city with another guy and you expected me to do something about it and ah. it's like yeah you went through these things in your life i went through these things we just come up we come from very different places we come from very different roots we come from very different mentalities and ways to deal with the world. So I don't like we can't be together, and I don't think we can we can be friends. You know, it's like I I just said it like that more or less. And she starts messaging me like fifty messages in a row. Do you do you love me? A picture of her. Oh, they're gonna take me to Palestine. Oh, they're gonna buy me a house in Palestine. Oh, my brother. I did the massage uh, in, the, in the airport three times and my brother was there and then he came with me. I'm like, this non nothing she's saying is making sense. And then, uh, and then um, I, I ask a friend and the friend is like, the friend is like, uh, yeah, she's not doing well. Her brother came to Amsterdam to pick her up and it's the day four of the nine days they should stay there. And she's messaging me day and night and calling and saying the weirdest shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, it's like, the, she broke. She broke completely. She broke fucking completely. And it's like, I, whew, where I was two weeks ago versus where I am now with these relationships that I have with these people is just insane. Who the hell knew that this person, like who I considered someone who will try to see things as they are and and accept things and stuff just fucking taken away woof swooped away with everything that could ever be anything and just away you know and then lost and with need and with who knows what the fuck she thinks she needs you know but she thinks like i don't know how she thinks i don't know if i with my projection of my negativity through the, th the three four years we've been talking that i created this kind of need in her or as if she could be a solution to me or as if I could be a solution to her uh, and like no one can be a solution to anyone you know no one can be a solution to anyone at all what the fuck on the telephone when she was talking she's like this is unfair on like the third day she was here in Berlin I hear your voice it's not fair everything everything you said this was me after a 10-day silent retreat two days after a 10-day silent retreat right only happy that i have someone to talk to that i have a friend who would listen everything that you said you made it seem like it's multi-layered Ugh. Ugh, i hear your voice it's unfair as if like so lost in an idea of what love is that just isn't love and then I'm, I'm, I'm to blame, you know? It's like, I, I have to think to myself, it's like, fuck, you know? There's a second person in my life that goes nuts and I'm involved in the equation, you know? 
First, my other housemate, Amir, went fucking psychotic and was sending me very similar messages and I got like crazy scared. And now this girl, uh, woman, girl, uh, sending me these things lost in, uh, in this kind of movie from her childhood. And it's like, shit, you know, I I was I was a player in this, you know, although it's, it's her thing and it's her brain and it's her, it's her brain, it's not my brain. But it's like, uh, could I have done anything different to have anything be different? I don't think I could have done anything differently at all. But uh, like, why do people put themselves in such a weak spot where it ends up being someone else's responsibility to take them out of it so that they can feel like this person cares? Because if she didn't send me 50 messages of her being gone psychotic, I wouldn't care you know i wouldn't be like i would be like you know it's her thing her life we see each other when we see each other but like there's no attachment there's no expectation from my side there's no math but now it's like oh this person's psychotic i hope they take care of her a bit i hope that she can juggle her way through to the right thing uh should i not say anything at all to her 50 messages should i say something because you know she might fucking kill herself i don't know uh, and then you have, and it's not if, like I, I broke up with a girl before and immediately she went into crying and saying, you know, she might like, she'll do anything to, to stay and, and just broken down as a person thinking that from that place, like something can, and like, I would feel bad and I felt bad and I wanted to make her feel good again, you know, and I didn't want her to be that destroyed. So something to to think about i don't know what the fuck i don't have answers uh but this is just funny because like i let go and when i let go of thinking i needed to hold on to this relationship in any kind of sense i felt lighter you know and today victor was leaving and i took him i didn't take him to autobahn i had to go to the to the British place to pick up my passport after I applied for the visa and I forgot a document and I took a scooter like really quick and almost died and killed someone three times and I'm coming I'm, I went there and they're like you need uh, this document this document that document I'm like fuck they gave me this document when I when I gave my passport I put it in my room I forgot about it completely so I'm like shit you know okay I accept the reality it's fine the universe takes you wherever it takes you off off with me Sorry about that, really. Um, the universe takes you where it takes you. I go to the main station, I want to buy a book that I want to read. I buy it, I start texting Victor. I'm like, yo, Victor, which which uh, platform are you waiting for? I figured it's platform four and I was right. And I was looking, trying to find him from above and stuff like that. And then I'm, I'm like, I didn't find him, I call him to to see where he's at he's not answering and i look in front of me and i see a girl i know with a brown eye colored eye i think to the left and then a green one to the right i'm like oh what Wad is a girl that i used to like in high school when i was like 15 16 or no when i first started university i was more like 18 and we connected like crazy we connected really good but then like we connected so much that uh she just out of nowhere when we were texting like into three in the morning together she just fucking cuts off 
completely out of nowhere. And then a month later, two months later or something, she started texting me again, telling me like, oh, it felt like we got too close and I had to cut you off so you don't think that anything happens. I had to protect myself and I had to and I had to. I was like, what the fuck? Why, why does anyone think that way? And you hurt me so much. And it came out of nowhere and very unnecessarily. And then like, fuck that. It was very emotional, you know? But anyways, you get past it. And then I saw her in university. Yeah, maybe I was in like grade 11 or 12 when that happened. And I saw her in university. I think we were in the same uni. And um, when I saw her, she, she was just so up in the air with herself. Like, oh, we didn't talk really. And then out of nowhere, she drops us a line. She's like, oh, guys are very predictable. Honestly, like even now, any guy I want, I can get. And like, she's a pretty girl, but like, and I know that guys are everywhere and they would want her or whatever, but like that she was so into that air of her being like that, showed me like, what the fuck is this person? So I was like, okay, fine. I ran into her into, in a coffee shop maybe a year or two later after living in Germany. And then, um, and I talked about how I live in Berlin. I think she forgot and I forgot that that happened. But then I mentioned to her like, hey, like a year or two ago, you said this sentence about how you can get any guy in any second. And I thought like, you know, what the hell? And I don't know how that conversation continued, but I wasn't myself, you know, I was trying to, I don't know what really, but to make things seem more than they are. But anyways, I saw her, hey, how, how are you doing? Went to Media Mark, got her a lock went to the hostel, put the lock, went down, put the laptop at the registration, went out, went to my place, because it's right next to my place in Hauptbahnhof, main station. Got my gym stuff, went, took the tram, took her to a coffee shop, took her number, said goodbye, went to my calisthenics class. And I was thinking the entire time, like even, even if she wanted to do anything, her, <laughs> even if she wanted to do anything, even if she, like even if even if she was in front of me right now naked and she's like please 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 have sex with me i really don't want to i really wouldn't want to not with her not with any girl and i just like genuinely like fucking felt it you know it's like crazy you know i don't want anything 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 to to think that i need to anything with a person to feel okay about anything it's like such a such a childish place it puts me to think i even want sex you know to fuck, put your fucking penis in someone's behind and it's like oh let me let me hump really quickly so i feel good and it's like shit you know how how in that state you can feel like you're so in a rush so a slave to what's happening so you don't want to lose it so a lot of things that that who knows what every sexual experience is like you know but I am not dissing all sexual experience. I'm just thinking like I feel it right now. And it's like basing myself off of trying to just sleep with anyone just because you think they're physically attractive uh, and trying to make it quick or trying to get it there as fast as possible or anything like that instead of developing yourself internally properly, developing proper relationships properly. It just feel, it feels to me right now that for me to be like intimate with someone I need to really get to know this person for a while. You know, I need to like really get to know this person for a while, really see where they're from, 
where they're at, how their energy affects me. There's no fog in the relationship that rises in me because of the person or thinking I need to be something or not be something. All this, all this stuff that, that brings you down, all this stuff that ends up taking more from you than giving. I think like if you see that in a relationship where it starts or where it continues is you have to ask yourself like, hey, am I seeing this for what it's like really bringing out of me or am I trying to make something happen that just isn't real? And uh, Monsieur Victor said it yesterday, he's like, there's a process and, and there's how often we continue to think we have to interfere, you know, with this. So how often did I bring out of myself, out of my own path, you know, but it's like, it's interesting, like uh, Dina, when I was like 15, I was so completely infatuated with, and then when I was like 17, wild, crazy infatuated with, uh, and now within two weeks, I see Dina crash, and then I see wild out of fucking nowhere in Berlin, you know, and her, her breath, I just have to mention it here if I'm mentioning it every, anywhere. Her breath was just bad. Bought gum immediately. <laughs> and she's like, why did you buy two packs of gum? I'm like, yeah, because one for you and one for me. Um, bad, just bad. And like, I'm sure she has ADHD. Uh, and the conversation to the coffee shop, you know, took a while and a lot happened uh, with her mind everywhere and catching up and, and things. But yeah, generally, I just want to focus on self reading being calm, knowing I can sleep early, wake up early. Victor wants to go out and party and come back at nine. Amazing, you know, good for him. I have work to do, you know, I have shit to do. Uh, I have a life to make sure it's just functional. I wanna, you know, finish my work. I have shit that, at work that needs to get done and I have my life where I need to make sure I'm working out, eating well, being kind and realizing that I don't need to see things in relationships that the relationships that aren't there. I don't need to create insecurity. I don't need to create a lot of things, and I can be organized if I'm just calm about where things are. You know, it's like it's fine. It's really fine. Um, so we continue to practice. I haven't meditated today or yesterday at all, uh, almost at all, and. You have these like flash moments where you bring yourself back. But uh, and the moon, it's morning, the sun is out. It's not morning, it's like 8 p.m. The sun is still out, but the moon is there. I'm in front of Neto and there's a Voivan in front of me. A scooter, red. Um, and Sunday, I do a one day Vipassana course. And the next Sunday too. Uh, just one entire day doing about five to six hours, two hours of Anapanna and I think three to four hours of Vipassana just to make up for the week and get back into it, you know, because I've been, now I feel like if I have to sit down and meditate an hour, it's going to be hard for my body not to move, you know. When I first came back from Vipassana, it was pretty like downright the thing, you know, I was sitting down, hour, fuck it, doesn't matter. I can do an hour without moving. Um, and it's just been a few days, but like, I'm glad the sensitivity balances itself again into feeling like I'm sensitive, but it's like, not like, 
it can hurt me like the sensitivity again like it was an open wound in my heart that's a bit healing you know and let me sit with it let me be with it let me see what happens more be okay with it yeah um, emails that I'm caring about right now is with uh, I went to on Tuesday or was it Wednesday on Wednesday I went to an epilepsy course in this organization Einhorn where I where I take care of like we take care of the children a little bit uh, go do some fun activity with them and uh, they brought this guy who works as a doctor in an epilepsy institute and he gave us like the butter zipte <laughs> about epilepsy and how, how it affects us or in society and what how it's diagnosed and how it comes and what to do when it happens and what to be careful about and what to consider, you know? And it was one of the best like hour and a half of my life just listening to him talk. A really, really, really good speaker, unbelievably good speaker and really humble. Did I mention he's in a wheelchair? Um, and there were maybe one, two, three, four, five, six people from from the Kinderbegleitern, um, the people that take care of the, the kids. And, you know, at some point I'm just asking questions, saying things, and they, they really, like, laugh at the point where towards the end of the presentation, the guy was like, if, if a person has an epileptic seizure, uh, don't do Latin. Lappen is like shake the person or something like that. And I was like, oh, I thought he means slappen. Like you have to slap the person awake. <laughs> like, please don't do that. And I said it like so innocently and I'm not there to make friends. I'm not there to impress anyone. You know, I was just like being myself. Everyone fucking cracked up, you know, for a good minute. And it's nice when you say something random, uh, how you feel or something. And everyone just like lightens up. I yeah, leave it at that. There's a lot in life and I'm where I am and I'm okay with it. I want to go home, sit down, like shower, eat something with protein and sit down and read really. I just want to read with a tea or something. Oof. A lot has been happening. Uh, work is nice. Robert's place yesterday was really nice. But Spencer, it was really funny. And uh, Let's see how long we continue good routine and, and just love ourselves, right? And eat well. Take care.